0: You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains.
1: Welcome to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant, and I am really excited to be here today with a very good friend of mine from years ago we became acquainted early in 2000 in the 2000s probably almost two decades ago and this was when i was purchasing oils essential oils directly through paul dean and i just fell in love with paul because he is such a man of integrity and character. He is a medicine man, and he has done so much to help people on the path of healing and wholeness. He's got some exciting things to share with us today, and Paul, I just want to ask you, let's start right off into this. What does it mean to be a medicine man?
2: Well, uh, kind of my whole little story here, starting out, I I was raised up in alternative medicine, you know, right there. I mean, my mother back in Tennessee opened up one of the first health food stores uh, in the early 70s, you know, and I remember uh, going around there and, you know, people people thought she was crazy. You know, people in the church (laughs) thought she was a witch and (laughs) other things, you know, what are you doing? Because they didn't understand because, you know, uh, you know, from the fifties on before everything was grown organically. It was when they started introducing chemicals and people didn't understand chemicals were bad, but she raised me up in, you get sick. Here's some you know, catnip and fennel tincture, or here's some other things, you know, uh, you know, peppermint tea to soothe an upset stomach and things like that. So I was raised up holistically, um, and then went out into life and did life and stuff. And finally, it was back in 1996, that I decided, because I was really in love with the essential oils, and, and I decided I wanted them to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. So I took a major pay cut, moved the the family out, and joined the supposedly best essential oils company in the world there. Um, From that point, um, after looking and seeing what was really going on versus what they were saying, Uh, I joined another company and left them in three months because they were doing the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Adulteration is rapid uh, in the alternative care marketplace. I mean, legally, I'll just go off legally here. Legally, you can put in 100% pure, organic, all natural, everything, and only have 3% of natural product in there. 97% can be cancer-causing chemicals like propylene glycol or anything else. But legally, you don't have to list that on the box. As a matter of fact, they have classified alternative medicine stronger than three uh, has to be a licensed You have to be, um, basically, it's if you sell these products, you're practicing medicine without a license. So um, I had started up my own essential oils and herbal company um, there because I I realized these are going to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. So I need to get the good stuff because I want to use the good stuff. (laughs) And And
1: that you went more of a direct sale rather than an MLM, but you had worked with two very top-notch MLM companies and had discovered adulteration in their essential
2: oils. Oh, yeah. Rapid, rapid, massive adulteration. I mean, such as like 99% of of this, you know, one of the straws that killed killed the camel's back, 99.9% of this essential oil they were selling is pure was all synthetic (laughs) right there. I mean, I went down to the lab and said, why are you selling this synthetic? And they're like, we can, it's okay. you know, I'm like, oh gosh. But so I I started going into it, into myself and just uh, providing good products, um, you know the organic for my friends and family. And when I found out about the law changes that came into place, it really scared me. Um, Simply because anytime I was selling pure products Um, they could get me for practicing medicine without a license. And that's like 20 years in jail, (laughs) maximum sentence there. Even though uh, right now the health food stores and everybody are still doing it, um, I can see down the road what they're gearing up to. They're gearing up to, you know, big pharma taking over this industry. And, you know, if you want the pure stuff, you have to go through the FDA and get it all, all um, you know, approved by them and stuff like that. But back in 2003 um i was working on a formula and so it was specifically i want to survive the plague formula (laughs) and and that's um that was before er, we
1: er, had a big plague right
2: yes exactly i knew sometime down in the road i mean this what we have now is is baby compared to what what the products will do to take care of you on there. And I knew something down the road, whether it was gonna be released by nature or mutation or released on purpose from a government agency, sometime down the road, um, this will become a factor. And I wanted to keep a person healthy and happy and survived all of that through that. And so I was working on that formula. And then um, my mother's medicine man happened to pop in to see me because I was the expert on the essential oils and he didn't know about essential oils. And he started talking to me about the law and talking to, you know, what I was talking about. And he um, basically said, you know, I I was freaking out because of, of the law. And he says, oh, here, look. We'll, we'll adopt you into a being coming an Indian under the law, basically adopt you. Uh, we'll certify all your um, medicines, uh, your herbal concoctions as Native American sacraments, so they're not regulated by the FDA or the government. And now you can go out and sell your pure herbal mixtures and essential oils and don't have to dilute them, and you're you're protected. And so that was back in... 2003. Um, and then from there, I moved from out West and, and moved, uh, to the, well, to Missouri there I'm in the Southern Missouri. And, um, when I was moving out, they said, Hey, look, we're going to give your own permission. So you could start up your own group and your own organization and stuff. And so, uh, how that authority comes from is it literally comes from, um, the Sioux, um, and then passed down through through to me. And so I have gotten um, direct lineage authority. And what we do it under is the Native American church. And the Native American church is um, basically not like other religions. I mean, they have two two general philosophies. God, the creator, created this universe and everything in it, uh, this planet and everything in it for us to use and learn and grow from and, and become better people um you know it's a it's a religion of emergence you know uh i am a caterpillar in a cocoon i need to bust out and become a butterfly type thing so it's a constant state of improve in all areas physically emotionally mentally spiritually and just grow to improve there and and grow and then the the second thing that they have as a kind of a set thing is what is right and true for you is right and true for you you know it's not someone else's policy to try to force you into thinking that way it's the spirit of god that teaches you not man Uh, you know yes you can learn from man but go back and check it out with the spirit and find out from that you know uh, we don't like you know there's no we're going to chop off your head if you don't believe this direction or, or anything like that you know they're they're not forcing it so it's basically i i set up my group there um Well, the New Haven Native American Church as a protector for people who wanted to use alternative medicines, not only for themselves, but for their family and be protected and go with their belief systems that the government can't change it. For for example, all of our members are exempted from vaccinations and no swabs automatically it's already been tested the lawyers are you know trying to get us from other com- companies and stuff and and we've been exempted 100% of our members have been exempted every single t- time they've done that um because they have the spiritual exemption that it's their body it's their right to ch- pick and choose what they want to have and do in their body and the same same with the herbs and other things and And so that's how I, how I came about. And there's, there's huge amounts of protection just from that. I mean, like these doctors trying, trying to, oh, go right ahead. Sorry. I
1: just want to ask you, so is this something that a listener could contact you about and say, you know, I'm looking for some sort of grounds for exemption from this, but I, could I contact you and get your counsel and help on that?
2: Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, We actually kind of have two groups. My other website isn't up yet, um, just but it's coming up soon. We have a group that's more, um, you know, non-denominational, spiritually minded, and that's the New Haven. If you go to newhavennativeamericanchurch.org, right there, you can go and read about it. You click on the adoption, read adoption, print out the form, sign a welcome letter. Your adoption certificate and your exemption letter okay. and then our and then other
1: there's a little bit of, <laughs> of cutting out here so i'm going to repeat what you just said you said new okay. haven native american church church.com
2: church. dot com dot, the... dot dot org but yeah the dot com should work new new haven native american org, and then you go
1: and yeah, you click right. on join
2: yeah yeah, well the adoption it'll say adoption tab right there and you just click on that but there's lots of information and and legal positions and legal things right there and so it's wonderful but that's how I became a medicine man (laughs) to go out and provide good things for you
1: (laughs) well we need our agency and we need to be able to get counsel from within for our own bodies and I do believe that and I'm very grateful for your research on this subject, and we will be right back. Joy Coaching America with more from Paul Dean.
0: From sea to shining sea and beyond, you're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant.
1: We're back. Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Paul Dean, who is a medicine man who has created an organization through authentic and uh, authority to be able to help people to exercise the right to care for their own body and to do it through alternative ways. And so Paul, just, you just described all that and how you became a medicine man. And that was wonderful for those who missed it. You can go back and you can listen to this radio show via podcast, and you'll be able to get a link for that uh, by going to karenlynngrant.podcast.com. And you'll be able to get that link and paul will also have that link you'll have that link paul that you can send out and let people know and put on your own website if you would like to give your website address right now let's do that so that people can go there and study and learn a little bit more about the adoption process so that they too can have uh, legal grounds to take care of their own bodies
2: yes, yes um... As a medicine man, um, you know, in the sweat lodge ceremony, they gave me a, a big long uh, name, <laughs> and I, you know, I shortened. The shortened version is Man Found Standing. That's my Native American spiritual name there. Um, but the, the website is NewHavenNativeAmericanChurch.org, and it was specifically set up to protect people who were more naturally. Uh, alternative medicine or natural medicine minded individuals so they can be protected under the law. Like, for example, um, a massage therapist, Uh, they don't know if you use essential oils on your client, you're practicing medicine without a license, you're breaking the law. Um, And it's ridiculous how much it is. I mean, uh, and, and some and I've known some healers that have have healed up people and were taking money from the pharmaceutical and medical establishments that were prosecuted and had these ridiculous laws implemented i mean it was it was really really scary out there what goes in when when they think they're t- losing money on theirs but as a you know go and join become um a member you get protected you don't have to be forced and you can then be protected and you can go and give massages you know yes you have a licensed massage therapy but you say as a medicine woman hey look i'm going to use this lavender essential oil it's for relaxing calming and doing all this you know and putting it on there so you can have that wonderful protection there um, well,
1: I, I really appreciate learning about this. I am a massage therapist. I'm a licensed massage therapist. And I, I appreciate you educating our listening audience about these laws, because I don't know that everybody's aware of the restrictions and the limitations that we have to be able to, even as a licensed massage therapist, not being able to use essential oils legally without having, having some, uh, Creditation, credit, credit. So I'm grateful for this information, Paul. So you have single oils, you have blends. And I know that way back 20 years ago, I was purchasing oils through you in a direct sales type of company without all the MLM markup. And one of the things that I loved about your particular uh, way of um, selling oils was that you bought from the smaller farms. Often. And you were really supporting these people in different countries to help them to share their, their harvest. And so could you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Oh, yes. You know, the, the small farmer um takes care of their land a lot more you know hey look I've got 500,000 acres of lavender fields you know they're they're just doing all types of things to process that whereas hey look I've got five acres of lavender uh from a small family farm that are taking care of it you know they're just the natural love uh and care of the soil and care of the plants um even even in regions that aren't known to produce high quality oils their oils will be better just because of that care and and everything in there so we really try to find um, and locate these people who you know all over the world that are doing uh, little bits of, of growing here and there. So, I mean, we do have a ridiculous amount of, of oils all over the world come in and I might get one from one farm or two from another farm and three from over here, you know, and we literally take care of hundreds of them. So we try to go in and find the best region, best growing habitat, best people who are working with it because um, not only do they have the chemistry behind it, there's also that energy associated with it. Um, I, I have literally seen oils that were inferior chemically outperform oils that were, you know, chemically better when you do the analysis. And the big difference was, oh, this was off of a a larger farm. And this one was off this, you know, this little family that was taking care of it. So, um, you know, uh, I, the natural life force energy is what I call it or the right there that's infused on it. There's multiple parts. And and this You know, this is kind of strange when people are talking about this just because it, where's the science behind it, you know, well, well, they started discovering it, you know, when auras, you know, in Carillion photography, I mean, it was all strange there that, that things could give off energy and have auras now it's like oh yeah okay let's not talk about it but it's true we've proven it (laughs) that it's true, right there and stuff but but yeah as as you go out and use it and test it and try it out for yourself. I mean. I've gotten reports back, wow, I use half as much, wow, I use a quarter of, of as much oil as I used to, and I still get better results right there. So it's all about the growing methods and and who's taking care of it and all the steps in the process of that.
1: And the energy yeah. of the love that goes into it from these local farmers, they know that you have shared with me in the past that, that these people, and they need our support, right? And it's not like... Um tremendously humongous fields of lavender, like I said, that are going to a company that is selling a hundred bottles of oil. I mean, I I oh. when I look at all these bottles of rose oil that a company produces, I'm like, boy, it takes how many tons of roses to make rose petals <laughs> to make that much oil.
2: Yeah, I, I think it I think it was two, two, uh, two thousand pounds of. Hand-picked rose petal oils that you need to get them into the stiller right there to make one pound of oil. If if I remember, I used to know them all. You know, peppermint and different things like that um, on there. But I mean, it, it's so funny. Uh, like one of one of my farmers here. Um, I contacted him, him and I really like working in the third world countries just because the money goes a long way you know here you know ten dollars here in America doesn't go too far there it feeds their whole family for a month like right yeah. that but you know working on this uh with this one guy it, it was kind of funny because I, I make him send me pictures and information and all this stuff and like that now my first question is like well how big is your farm and he's like oh very big very very big you know we've got eight hectares which is you know about 16 acres and he, that was his very big farm right there but he he grew four four crops uh, on there with his his family it was kind of like this village type thing that they all participated but he was the owner but you know he, he thought that was very big you know well, that he obviously beautiful. hasn't been over to france <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that is beautiful and then do they actually do the distilling right there on their small farms
2: yeah, yeah. So I really like them when they do this distillation, because then they don't have to travel with it and stuff. And normally, it's just a really, uh, you know, a small distiller. A lot of times, um, I mean, I've been to visited some places that they use wood, <laughs> you know, wood to go in and, and boil up the water and, and do different things like that. But um, then in other places, um, like uh, Tansy, Blue Tansy over in Morocco, the the gypsies go out and harvest and take it and they bring that into the distillers that are already there. And then the distillers distill it from there. So they have the the
1: professional distillers that do the distilling and they just bring their crops to them. Well, this is very fascinating. I think that how wonderful that you are supporting these farmers all over the country and bringing in these beautiful oils. And I can attest to the beauty of your oils. I have, I have smelled them i have shared them i have sold them i have breathed them i have used them and one of my most amazing stories was getting black cumin and having it in my cupboard and recently a dear friend of mine had tried 160 things from every company to get through her deep sickness and I found out that she was sick and I sent over four ounces of black cumin and said, put this on your chest. She had a spasmodic cough that would not ease up. She put the black cumin on her chest with warm towels, like I instructed her to do. And she texted me yesterday and said, that was the turnaround for me to start healing and to start getting better with the black cumin. There are so many fascinating, amazing, beautiful stories of people who have experienced miracles with these God's nature in action. And I'm so grateful for your passion and your perseverance in pursuing knowledge and research on this subject, call so We will be right back after these messages. This is Carolyn Grant, Joy Coaching America with Paul Dean.
2: Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time.
1: We're back. Joy Coaching America with Carolyn Grant interviewing Paul Dean, medicine man. And Paul, I have really enjoyed this. I love your altruistic heart. I love your desire to help all of us to be able to retain the right to have a choice about how we care for our own personal bodies in our own personal space. I really appreciate that. I also appreciate how you have gone to these third world countries, had experiences with these people, with their small farms, and that you help them to get their beautiful livelihoods, (coughs) excuse me, shared, and I would love it, If you would tell us a story about an experience that you've had in visiting a third world country. And what was your experience there?
2: Oh, okay. Um, So one one that I really like is I went over to Ghana, West Africa there. and we were looking at starting up a farming project, you know, p- purchasing some land and and starting up our own distillation unit and do all this. And we were already working with a um, a village there. Um, and I went over there and I was there for you know, approximately thirty days. And um, well, going into the to the village there, traveling to the to the. To the village and you know all the culture shock and everything uh there uh, we came into it and you know the people came out and shook my hand and oh thank you for supporting us thank you for feeding our families thank you thank you thank you and what they had is they had the little village but they had a school set up in the in this village there and so not only were they having their own children being taught but the other villages would go out and and do this and they had four acres and they Went out and they cleared, you know, the cleared the fields, and all they would grow was citronella there. And so they and the, the, the school children would go, go out and help and weed and do all that and, and do all a part of this to, to do it, just because I mean, in Africa at that time, it was 80% unemployment, I believe, um, there. And then the average person that was employed was making 20 American dollars a month right there. So you can imagine, you know, just a little bit of uh, American money coming in it really supports them. And what they did is, um, and they would, they would go and gather the citronella and distill it and, and do all that. And so I brought some citronella back and I gave it to a friend who went and sent it over to France to be tested and the okay, so french expert that. i've ever seen
1: let's clarify that you kind of cut out uh, you sent the citronella you gave it to a friend who took it to france in order to have it tested right
2: yeah it's in france in essential oils and he's came back and he said this is the best citronella we've ever ever tested ever experienced you know we want a 55 gallon drum of that which you know they're nowhere near (laughs) that type of production and stuff on there but it was it just again proved to me how love and care for the plants in their natural environment that they grow naturally can produce a far superior oil you know because there's lots of little tricks and things that you can do to you know, squeeze out more oil from the plant, but it's not going to be as therapeutic. And so if you just try to go for the whole therapeutic aspect of it and care for it and do it that way, you get a far superior oil.
1: You know, I really appreciate this. And I remember one day coming to you and I was looking for a blend, a beautiful blend, and I wanted to call it Gentle Warrior. And I said, Paul, do you <laughs> have anything that can that can I can put over my heart because I'm super tender-hearted that will support my tender heart in this big world? And you shared with me, oh, I have just the blend that I that I use over my heart, and it was ylang-ylang, and it was jazz. was it jaz- rose yu-lang-lang? oh, jaz- rose ylang-ylang and Roman chamomile. <laughs> And you showed me yeah. how the Romans would put Roman chamomile over their hearts before they go to battle, a- anciently. And I thought, you know what? This, when you know something about the stories of these oils anciently, it makes them so much more meaningful as you anoint yourself and put these oils on your own body. And you said, Karen, I. I put this on before I go to church
0: <laughs> because
1: <laughs> it's very protective. And, and, you know, it was just, it, it, that story never left me. And I, I loved it and I shared it with people and they would want more. They'd say, I need more of that gentle warriors. And then I lost you for a couple of years and I was ran out of gentle warrior. And I was so grateful <laughs> to find you again and know that I could, I could resume ordering gentle warriors which is one of the most beautiful oils as well as Awake My Soul and as well as Shield of Light, which is um, an oil for RNA that you had created, your mother had created, Bifon had created Shield of Light that had so many beautiful single oils in it that I was just so grateful. Can you tell us uh, synergistically what happens when you combine single oils and put them together in blend?
2: Um, well, you go for the synergistic properties of it. So, you know, like one oil might be good for certain areas. And if it combines with another oil, they, they harmoniously resonate and they work better. For example, um, like peppermint, for example, peppermint stimulates the circulation in that area. And so peppermint's really good for using a lot in a lot of different blends, because not only it wakens up the brain, but it also does stimulation on where you're putting it. And so it kind of helps drive the oil that you're using in further and getting better utilization out of it on there. Um, you know, and people, it's kind of like this effect. You know, if you take a two by four, um, you know, two feet long, you put the pounds of pressure; it'll hold two thousand pounds of pressure before it breaks. Well, if you you know you put two two by fours together, people think you know two thousand pounds, two thousand pounds; it'll hold four thousand pounds before it breaks, and it doesn't. It actually holds like six thousand pounds. The c- combination goes further, and so there's different parts of it. Um, you know, oils that will stimulate one part of the brain, whereas oils will stimulate the other part. And so you can put them both together, they stimulate the whole brain and type type things like that. So it's just a matter of uh, when you're combining oils and putting them together, it's it's what purpose do you want to use it for? I mean, hey, look, I want to put an oil that wakes me up. Okay, peppermint, but then don't put it in an oil that's going to put you to sleep like Roman chamomile or or something like that, blue tansy or something like that. So, so kind of a lot of the blends were specifically combined together to perform a specific function, whether that's,
1: um, do you, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, (laughs) but do you name your oils for their intention?
2: um sometimes yes most of the time yes because that makes it easy um like uh you know and 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 people can go in and name them different things i mean i've had customers oh call it this okay you know i'll say i've got a new oil who wants it you know call it this and whatnot um but but yeah i would say a good 80 plus percent of the time the name kind of correlates along with what the function does you know And, and and we've we went around with popular oral oral oil formulas out there and we've tweaked them and made them our own or made them better and things like that on stuff. But, but generally like, you know, things like, you know, peaceful, well, you know, that's going to be a calming, relaxing oil or something, you know, if we name an oil called money, well, you know, that's for brain intentions and, and, and bringing you positive affirmations into your life and experience it or something like that, you know, whatever you want to do, but we specifically try to uh, get people to understand what they're using before, because a lot of people don't understand the oils, because we kind of lost this over 100, 200 years. I mean, some of these oils have been round in cultures for thousands and thousands of years. But where we're at now, it's like, okay, we have to relearn this knowledge.
1: You know, what's fascinating to me is, you know, when the rage hit America for essential oil, um, I remember reading in The Art of Aromatherapy by Dr. Tisserand, that aromatherapy came to America in 1964. And it was known as vibrational aromatherapy. And that that was that they knew that these oils had high vibrations, and that they worked via vibration, that rose oil is one of the highest vibration oils, and signifies love. And I love that that through you so many years ago, I was able to learn and to increase in my passion, my understanding about the beautiful aspects that the oils have on the emotions. And that it's not just physical that these oils, they each have a personality and a characteristic that helps to bless the whole being, heart, mind, body, and spirit. And I love that. And we will be right back with more with Paul Dean. Enjoy coaching America right after these messages.
0: To Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace. One happy listener at a time.
1: We're back. Joy Coaching America. This is Carolyn Grant interviewing Paul Dean, who is a very dear friend. Who I have worked with for many years who's been one of my mentors in the area of aromatherapy and one of the things that I remember learning from you Paul was you taught me so much to be aware of the quality of the oils you had done a research paper that you actually shared with me on adulteration and the process of oils becoming adulterated through conspiring men that just want to make more money for greed. And that, um, that we really do need to be careful about the oils that we choose. And that these oils have so much, um, they have distinct abilities to bless our emotions. For instance, citruses that can, as we inhale these oils as an aroma, as therapy, that it can interrupt negative cyclical thought patterns. Citruses are high vibration, high vibration, like soprano notes, I'm a singer and a songwriter, so I think of them as soprano and alto and bass and tenor, and I can actually breathe one in and feel where it's hitting me along my whole my whole body. Like it's, if it hits me lower, it's a bass note. If it hits me higher, it's a it's a higher note oil. And so I would just love for you to share with us any story or experience that you've had with the oils and how they have blessed people with emotional
2: issues that they might have had oh oh yes um so you know natural healers out there they were quite probably quite familiar with the bach flower remedies for emotional healing and different things um i've tried those out i've experienced those things the essential oils in my opinion work thousands of times better quicker faster all of this more potent and and i'll tell you a couple of stories but um uh, i had one lady uh she was saying, Hey, look, I'm I've been in a severe depression. And it's been going on going for eight months, you know. What can I do? Blah, 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 blah. And all this. And I just said, Oh, here, this oil, try this one out. So she called me up um, a couple of days later because we sent her out one of those oils. And she said, I I opened up my mailbox. I saw the package. I ripped it open. I grabbed the oil and I just opened opened it right there at the mailbox. And she said, I took a big whiff. And she said, within a second her depression was completely gone it just the she said literally the cloud over her brain just dissipated right there on that and that's how quickly they can happen um i especially you know there's a whole lots of different aspects you can go into the emotional healing and whatnot but something very simple and um there is you know go in and and um you know, go in, get a quiet place, sit about, sit in, and and sit with with your pain or trauma or whatnot, and just sit there and feel it, and then just grab an oil and start smelling it, and the smell will start triggering different things and then smell it and cry and, and just feel it feel it and then grab a different oil you know and it doesn't even really matter what oils you grab because <laughs> I mean it, there's some that work better but we've we've seen some strange strange things happen. Some guys like you know I grabbed I grabbed uh, black pepper and it just started making me laugh you know like that and it was Uh-oh. like and then he looked up in the book and what black pepper does and black pepper was you know stimulated fun, joy, excitement <laughs> type thing. That's like amazing. That, but, you I know, just know grab that another about, oil and use it
1: I didn't know that about <laughs> black pepper that's really that's really interesting yeah. I didn't think that yeah. about black pepper but that's awesome.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. And, and um, you know, th- other stories I've heard like one woman, she had a traumatic experience in a pine forest, right? They're really traumatizing and all that. And so much so that, you know, pine saw would even freak her out and all this stuff. Well, she bought some pine oil and it, she sat down and opened it and smelled it uh, and then processed through it, like, Like in matter of minutes, you know, there released her pain. She's like, in a matter of minutes, I released, you know, 30 years of trauma there. And she said, you know, where I used to hate the pine and now I love it. It's my favorite oil, you know, there. And she was able to put it on. So it's just by sitting down, smelling it, doing it, let the the oil and the frequencies just work.
1: (laughs) It's wonderful. Let the emotions come up and face the fear and face the sorrow and the sadness. Uh, one of the things that that I loved using your oils and the experience that I had with them as a massage therapist and combining them with the songs that I'd written that were faith-based and combining all the senses together so that you're, you're serenading a person in their very private space of grief or sorrow or sadness. and Maybe they don't even, they can't even name that emotion themselves, but they just feel, they just feel stuck or blocked. And then to be able to, add the music, add the oils, let the oils do the serenading, almost like the backdrop and breathing that in and with very compassionate therapeutic touch, which I call the nine touch point method, the Healers touch nine touch point method. I have watched so many people get up off of a massage table with light in their eyes and joy in their countenances. And it is absolutely phenomenal to me In my 20 years of experience with essential oils and doing emotional healing work with the oils, with your oils and watching people just come back to a state of happiness or acceptance or willingness, a higher vibration than the, than the frustration, the sadness or the gloom. And I truly appreciate the story about the woman who was able to feel that instantly. And I do also have a story to share there with a woman in a class I was teaching And I took your neroli oil and I passed it around the room and asked everybody to just close their eyes and breathe in that neroli oil. And it got to a woman, my dear friend Connie, and she, as she breathed it in, tears started trickling down her cheeks. And she said, I don't know what I'm, I can't even name my emotion, but for some reason breathing in this oil has, has released something that's been stuck in my heart. And I can't even name the emotion yet, but the tears are flowing and I feel that this is cleansing my heart. And, you know, it's just, it's wonderful that God put his intelligence, divine intelligence imbued them in the flowers, in the plants, in the rosins, in the woods, in all of these different oils. So you do a beautiful work. And you've done it for many years. And I love the work that you do with essential oils, Paul. I also love your integrity. You've always been extremely generous with me, very integral. And you've always been such a wonderful man to work with. And that is huge to feel like somebody's generous and loving with you. But there's more that you have to offer. And I know that you have done considerable research on a mushroom. And I would love for you to share about this mushroom, and what have you learned from this?
2: Well, well, yes, yeah, so I've been heavily involved in the essential oils there, but um, but because of some things basically happened, um, my mother, um, she she brought me this mushroom. Uh, it was the talk knock upon mushroom there. It's the Um, shahapton indian medicine mushroom there Um, different tribes in that uh, columbia river basin that's part of canada washington a little bit of idaho in there that's where the mushroom naturally grows and they call it by different names in that area Um, but literally you know a few hundred years ago hundreds of thousands of native americans were using it every day it was part of their healing regime regime but you know it it slowly got lost because of a lot of different issues but <laughs> the probably the final killer was the free medical uh, establishment given to the native americans that you know now they don't have to pay the medicine man let's go get a drug and they thought the drugs were the you know cure all there but what had happened was um you know, I was coming together to make up this formula to protect people uh, from an upcoming viral plague and and or bacteria or anything. And I wanted it to be an overall healing formula. And it was so interesting. At that time, I had 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 like five, six different doctors all putting their input and let's make this formula and let's do that. And so um, what we did was, we turned around and we said, Okay, let's start using it. So I started using it. And I, I knew a little bit about it and I kind of knew a little bit about mushrooms. I asked the medicine man, I said, look, I know about the shaga mushroom. How does this compare? And he says, oh, this is a thousand times better. Plus, you know, it doesn't have any of the kidney damage, damaging oxalates and other things and very helpful and powerful. And I've been using it now. I brought it aboard in 2003 and. I'm more excited about it now, (laughs) you know, almost 20 years later than I was when I first interacted with it and saw the experiences. And we're getting people that literally the doctors are saying, you're going to die in the next couple weeks, you know, next couple months doing things and getting healed up. And I can talk about that. I know we're going on another break here. (laughs) So. Oh,
1: I am so Excited to learn more about this, and I know that we probably could devote a full program to that. And so I'd like to do that. I feel like you have blessed us so much with such rich information. I think it's important that we let people know that that's available, that they can go to your website. Let's go ahead and give them the website where they can go and research and learn about that. And then you can uh, we'll schedule a time for you to come back and share even more. But where would they go if they want to learn about that?
2: Otaka. upon, Uh, uh, Yes. (laughs) Talk talk, knock upon there. Um, uh, Go to Sias.com S I A H U S.com that actually, well, it means God heals us or Jehovah heals us Sias.com S I A H U S.com. Karen, we're going to have to give them a coupon code so they can turn around and get the 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 mushroom at half price there on the supplements there just to do that and um it's uh, yeah that's where you can go and you can experience it and read about it there's so much research on there testimonials and, and everything, it's probably quite overwhelming, but if you want to know about that, that's the place to go.
1: (laughs) That is wonderful. And yes, we will put that coupon code in our show notes. So anybody listening to this as a podcast, will get that coupon code and we'll have it right there, that link right there so that you can go in. And then if you choose to uh, make a purchase, you can do that with the coupon code and get 50% off. Thank you, Paul, that is so generous. We're so thankful for you, Paul, and for what you have devoted your life to studying. I'm so grateful for your mother, Vivonne, and that I get to know her, too, and, and know the integrity of your mother, and that I just feel so good about everything that you have taught me and shared with me throughout the years. I wanted to bring you to Joy Coaching America And I'm so grateful you were here with me today. Thank you, Paul.